continuing with Derek Hashem over here. We are in Chelek Gimel Perik Dalad Simon Dalad. Gimel Dalad Dalad. And we are continuing the discussion of basic training and development in becoming a prophet. In, in other words, again, this Perik is entitled, So You Want to Be a Prophet. So You Want to Be a Navi. So let's see Dalad now. We talked about how it doesn't happen automatically, it doesn't happen on its own, it doesn't happen naturally, it doesn't happen overnight. The process in becoming a Navi is a training process, an apprentice, apprenticing an apprenticeship process. So let's see the next step in that process. Dalit. Bula. The Navim in training, called the B'nai Navim, the students of the Navim, receive training and practice in, in, in established ways, in, in, a, in a set way. In other words, there's a course, there's a program, there's a curriculum. It's not a free-for-all. It's, it's the same way there's a curriculum. You want to become great in the Talmud. There's a curriculum, there's a course. It can't happen on your own, can't, with your own, uh, you know, innovative ideas. With Navu, it's the same thing. And here are the, th- the Ramachas can identify, we read this carefully, three steps where a Navi has to train himself. A Navi, to become a Navi, needs basic training in three areas. What are those three areas? The three areas are as follows. Shiyamshich aleim ha-shefa elyon. To pull down Hashem's shefa. To pull down Hashem's radiance. Two, v'yavatul meniyas choymer haguf, to suppress and negate the the um, impediments that come from his physicality, everything that gets in the way, the stuff that what gets in the way from his physicality. Three, v'yamshet giloi oiri yisbarach v'hidavkois boy, to bring upon himself to connect himself with Hashem's dveikos, Hashem's aura, and Hashem's energy, Hashem's light. So what are these three different and disparate elements, and why are they three? Why are they different? Sounds like the same thing, maybe three times. So if we slow it down and look at it carefully, there's a three different things over here. The first one that a Navi has to get training in is Yam Shechaleim Hashef Elyon, to pull down to me Hashem's radiance. And remember, Hashem's light. Navu is all about connecting directly to Hashem's essence with Hashem's light. What does it mean to pull down to me Hashem's light? That means I have to figure out how to get Hashem to look at me favorably. I have to get on Hashem's good side. I have to train myself in such a way that I'm in good standing, that Hashem is interested in me. That's the first step. i got to get Hashem interested in me. Hashem has to be uh, 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 open to, right. to connecting with me. What? Hashem has to like. Exactly. That's the very nice way of saying it. Hashem has to like me. You know, someone wants to... Wants to uh, Nevuah is, is the greatest audience with God, the greatest meeting with God. You're connecting directly. In, 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 existentially to God. So someone wants to have a meeting with me, let's say. Someone wants to have an audience with a big CEO, with a president, with a, with, 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 a, with, a, with a big wig. So there's a number of a number of steps have to be taken care of in order to secure a meeting. But one of them is, and the first one that we're identifying is over here, that the CEO has to be inclined to, to, to meet with you. He has, to, he has to be interested in you. He has to like you. If you know a name is submitted to the CEO, and such and such wants to have a meeting with him, and this is a guy that, uh, you know, it was an old high school classmate of his, and this was uh, in, 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 in back in their high school days. This guy used to tape the "kick me" signs to his back, you know, when the CEO was the nerd, right? Uh, and everyone, this this particular fellow used to beat him up, used to bully him. So I don't like that. I'm not meeting with this guy. I hate him. I hate his guts. I, I, no, you know, I, I have no, I have no, I, I have no uh, positive feelings towards this person. So that's the first thing that is required in Navu, and the first aspect of training. The Navi has to figure out how to bring Hashem's interest down to him. Hashem has to be interested in me. Hashem's not interested again, it's not going to work. The second one is, 
I have to figure out, excuse me, how to raise myself above the limitations of my physical existence. To figure out how to disconnect myself from my physicality, detach myself from my connection down here, from my senses, from my, you know, my, my, my anchorage to this world. I have to figure out how to raise myself above that, rise above that, and detach myself from that. Because as long as I'm connected down here, you can't have Navua. Navua is, again, contradictory to the Navu experience is contradictory to the living experience down here. So I have to figure out how to raise myself above life, physical life. And the third one is, Once I figure out how to get Hashem interested in me, and once I figure out how to raise myself above this realm, I have to figure out how to access that light of Hashem. Is that's another, and the final, and the third aspect, is I may have raised myself above physicality, and Hashem may be interested in me, but I have to know how to seek out, how to lock onto Hashem's radiance and Hashem's Hashem's light. So what the Ramchal is saying, scary thing, that someone may have figured out how to raise himself above the level and the realm of the physical, and Hashem may even be looking for him, but he won't necessarily lock on to God just because he's detached himself from physicality. He has to know what he's looking for. I, he raised himself above physicality. What else is there above physicality? He may find something else. He may find something else. Once he's detached himself from physicality, he may find something bad, something foul. And I have heard the name of big mukubalim. There are there are legitimate mukubalim in Israel who it's known. They're they're legit. Villa is the first and foremost. The Reisha mukubalim in Israel. There are mukubalim in Israel that are that are are uh, illegitimate. That are uh, false and phony. But you can go to them, and they can look at your palm, they can look at your forehead, they can tell you things about you that, that there's no way they could have known. You go to the far north, the far south, the far east, the far west. There is the, uh, you know, you have the good Mukubalim, and then they have, in Aristotle, you may have the wicked witch of the, of the east over there, if you go to the wrong place. But there are people that purport themselves to be Mukubalim, really, in modern-day Aristotle. And you can go in there, and they'll tell you things. They'll take money from you, and they'll tell you things about your soul, about you, that there's no way they could have known. And we have testimony from bona fide Mikubalim that there are people out there that believe they're channeling Kabbalah, but are really channeling Kaychas HaTomo. They're really channeling things coming from dark and foul places without knowing it, without knowing it. Why? Because, it's again, we're talking about prophecy. We don't have any prophets nowadays. But we do have people that, you know, Mekubalim are know how, have to know how to, to a certain degree, do the same thing, detach themselves, raise themselves through meditation, through permutation, through cogitation. They have to be able to do that elevation. But if you don't know, if you only get halfway, you can detach yourself from physicality and you don't know what you're looking for, then you'll find something else, something else will find you. And it's known that this does happen. It can and does happen. Um, there are people out there that present themselves as Mukubalim, but may, may not really be connected to to Kaychas Ha Kedusha, to Shemus Ha Kedushim, but rather to Kaychas Ha Toma. So would you say that Mukubalim are kind of like uh, Ruach Kodesh, like a Kodesh? Yes, degree so, of that. Yeah, but, we learned that but you got to know who who you're getting involved with. Right, but in Ruach Kodesh, you know who you're getting involved. You don't know. Well, you don't know. Right, but the person who's doing it knows. Yeah, so it's not it's not Mamish Ruach Kodesh. It's one level above that. We said Hashbon is Teres. You know, the lower form, okay, more concealed so form of Ruach HaKadosh. They don't know where they're 
Right, right. So the real, the, the, the legitimate Kabbalah, they're good to, you know, take them to the bank. Don't go to any Kabbalah who's not coming uh, with, with references and recommendations. Even if the whole world goes, oh, everyone goes to this guy for a bracha. If you don't have someone um, legitimate, you know, um, <clears throat> respectable and respected, who is recommending you to that Mekubal, then you stay away. You don't go to random Mekubal. Again, because it's known that there are Mekubalim out there that have gotten hooked up without even realizing it. They don't know that themselves. They've been hooked up with 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 um, Atom, and Kaychas Atom can also find out things about people. But how does that affect you? If they're giving you just random information, how does that negatively affect you? Kaychas Atom are never out for you. They're, they're never there with your best interest in mind. So whatever advice you're hearing is not is not in your best interests. Taking you away from Hashem, taking you bad places, dark places. So we don't go there. They're all they're 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 mischievous and devious. They're devious, insidious, devious, and mischievous. So we see from the, the navi has three steps that the navi has to uh, master to become a navi. He has to figure out how to make Hashem inclined towards him. The Yor Hashem Ponavelecha, the Hashem should like him. He has to figure out how to detach himself from the realm of phys- physicality. And he has to be trained to know how to access and find God. Find, find, the right find the right people to lock on to Hashem's uh, essence and not to something else. And we're going to have that yet coming up in the Sefer. That as we're talking about, the, you know, the Mandem Kubalm can do that. And the prophets of old also, that happens on occasion as well. Prophets of old. We'll see that. They also locked on to bad things. Um, so now how do you do this? Everybody wants to know, now how do we do this, right? So now we know the three steps. So let's get started, right? Let's get started. Says the Ramchal, The main idea is like this. How do we put this into motion? Kavanois, you have to have the right intentions, meditations. Saying the right names of God in the right way, with the right intentions, with the right focus. Saying Tehillim, Kapitlach Tehillim, saying praises of God. Saying different Tehillim in the different ways where you're combining names of God in different ways. Like we mentioned earlier. So this is how this is how one um, is trained to do to, to do all three of these um, uh, you know angles that have to be focused on is um, is uh, again through kavanas meditation permutation names of God dwelling meditating on different names and reciting different names Tehillim. And, and that's, that's what brings these three aspects down. That's what polishes me up over there. And it has to be um, um, done the proper way with the proper training um, to work properly. Um, yes. So now we go on. It says the Ramchal Vaiter. To the degree that the Navi is able to succeed and advance himself through these actions, he purifies himself in increasing levels of purity, again, through the meditations, through the permutations, through the incantations, incantation is a bad word, not incantations, but, you know, what he says and how he says it and, and what he's doing. He's bringing Hashem closer and closer to him. He's bringing Hashem closer and closer to God. Because again, ultimately, Nevuah is about the ultimate closeness to God. And from therein lies the prophecy. The experience is just 
the closest degree that I can come to God. So I need God. I need the Ani Lodoidi Vadoidi Li. I need the Doid Li Vani Loi. God has to come to me. I have to come to God. I have to raise myself. I have to have God interested in me. But ultimately, we're going for Kurva. The Shefa, God's radiance begins to descend, come down to me. And I begin to comprehend and understand, get glimpses upon glimpses until I reach the point of Navua Mamish. Bahanavi, so in other words, you start off like Shmuel, like like uh, like Maish Rabbeinu, you get glimpses, that's Hashem active, working through my senses, and then ultimately I get to bonding with Hashem beyond my senses. Bahanavi Hamuvhok, the experienced and trained Navi, the shining Navi, the the accomplished Navi, the Yodeya Kvar Darkei Nevu Al Nachain, who has been trained and is now well established in the ways of Nevuah, knows how to do it. Yelamdim kolechad levi hachanosai is now able to train others and teach them according to their level. Ma yasu lazik is tachas what they can do to accomplish this goal as well to become nevim. The Ramchal has an interesting lashon over here. Kolechad levi hachanosai, everyone according to where they're holding it. Not every navi is going to reach the same level. Not every navi is going to reach the same place. It has to do with their potential, their limitations, and also the work that they're putting in. But once I have made it, I can train others. No, I, I figured out how to drive. I can teach others how to drive. I bar Hashem. Someone has experience, an experienced Talmudus. He knows the ways of the Talmud. He can train others now. Navu is the same thing. When the Navim in training, the Navim in training, begin to receive these sparks emanating from God, they begin to receive these revelations. The Navi can train them how to work with those sparks, how to fan those sparks into flames, how to harness those sparks, and how to handle and pursue those sparks. Ah, you're starting to feel this. Okay, now do this. You're starting to see this. Now do this. You're starting to experience this. This is how you want to polish that up. And they can instruct them and teach them, you know, how to supply missing ingredients, missing components. But again, it's all about receiving training from someone who's already been trained and it's clear that no one can just become a self-taught, a self-trained Navi. And <clears throat> the same parallel exists, as we were mentioning earlier, with Kabbalah. Someone wants to be a Kabbalist. There's no such thing as being a self-trained and self-taught Kabbalist. You pick up a book, Meditation in Kabbalah, pick up a book that says Kabbalah for the layman. There's titles like this. They're out there. I'm going to train myself to be a Kabbalist. You're going to end up, end up, at the mercy of, of, of the Koychus Atoma, perhaps. You may train yourself how to release yourself from this world, but with no one to instruct you, this is what it should feel like, this is what you should see, this is what you should be perceiving, and you know, go away from that, stay, grab onto this, don't do that, yes, do this, a person will very easily end up, again, an unwitting and unaware accessory to the dark arts. That's what can happen with the, with this, with this modern day Kabbalists and the prophets of old, without the proper training, it's impossible to, to get it right. There's always, 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 in all things in life, and including these, there's always um, innumerable, innumerable ways to do something wrong. There's generally only a hand, small handful of ways to do something right. 
statistically speaking, <clears throat> person doesn't have training is statistically impassable. With Nabu, it's not just statistically impassable. It is impassable to really do it right unless you have someone training you. And statistically, it's the same way. You know, like try driving from here to Kansas without a GPS. Well, maybe with the modern day highway system, if you know, you know the the right highway to get onto. Things are there's road signs, but let's say there's no road signs, and let's say you don't know your starting point, you don't know your ending point. Kansas is pretty general. Kansas is not a good example. Possibly could get from here to Kansas without without a GPS because we have the U.S. interstate system. Which, but but let's say I want to get to a specific street address on a specific street in a specific town in a specific county in Kansas. That's impossible to get to without a GPS. Why? Because there's, you know, millions and millions and millions of incorrect destinations. I only have one correct destination. You know, there's no way you're going to get there without training, without direction. The Navua, the same thing, and, and, and plus, there's a spiritual training, and there's no way of stumbling upon this by accident. And there's innumerable incorrect destinations, which is, all, again, the, going to, to bad places, to dark places. A Navi who wants to make it, who wants to receive this training, who wants to become a Navi, needs a Malamed and a Madrich. He needs a teacher and a guide. What's Malamed and what's Madrich? Why is he using two Lashonis? Malamed is theoretical and Madrich is practical. He needs a teacher to teach me the names and the permutations and what do I say in the Kavanahs. He needs a Madrich to show it to me in action. you got to show me what it's like in action. That's apprenticeship. So it's not just classroom. Yes, that's right. It's not just classroom selection. Uh, classroom education. It's not just classroom training. It's practical training. Got to sit down. Say your phone doesn't listen to you. On the mat there, in the Navi, in the Navi arena, in the Navi training center. I have to be in the classroom and get the education, but I have to be sitting down on the mat, in the Navi training center, and I got to see it in real life. I have to see it in action. That's Madrich and and Madrich, the theoretical and the you know the the, the uh, academic. And the practical apprenticeship, until I reach that level, that that area with clarity, with perfection on my own, and then I'm ready to train others. Even though Navi may have started receiving giluim sparks, like Shmuel Navi, and, and again the Ramchal is making clear, you could receive the sparks without training. You can receive the sparks without uh, education. And I may start receiving God's energy coming down to me. I can't pursue that on my own. I can't polish that up on my own. I can't take that to the end on my own, become a prophet on my own, even though God is sending me sparks. That just because I'm receiving the sparks, that's not necess- that doesn't doesn't lock me in to my final destination. I need tremendous amount of training real life practice to see it in action to sit by someone apprentice them be mishamish them to arrive at my final destination properly and again the ramchal says every prophet will reach his destination based on his hachana how he works how he prepares what he puts into it and his mila his personal level that he starts off with again not every Navi reaches the same place. Not every Navi will receive the same shefa. Not every Navi receives, will reach the same level of bonding with Hashem's radiance and light. And this has to do with what we said earlier, how many lenses there are in between, how many steps there are in between. And that has to do with that Navi's own potential. He, every Navi is capped by two things. His own potential, 
which is absolute, which there's nothing he can do about that. There is a ceiling that he cannot break, that's his own potential, which is limited by his own neshama. And the other ceiling that limits every Navi is how much he's willing to work, how much he's willing to put in. Not every Navi is going to be able to reach the same level of insight, no matter how hard they work. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu reaches a higher level of prophecy of Nevuah than all the other Nevi'im, because he was given a higher neshama. At the end of the day, Nevuah is about the Navi bonding with God, his neshama, cling to becoming at one with God, that experience is going to be dependent on how high the neshama he has altogether. The higher the neshama, the more it's at one with God. The lower the neshama, the, the less it will be able to be at one with God because it's still a little bit further away from God by nature. Everybody understand? Moshe was able to reach an, a level of nevuas Moshe because of his potential. Yecheskel has Yecheskel's neshama, he can reach the level of nevuas Yecheskel. Yeshaya can reach Yeshaya's nevuah because he has Yeshaya's neshama. Each and every one of us, as Hashem Yisbarach, Mashiach comes, we'll have Nevi'im again. We'll all receive training. Each of us will be able to reach the level of Nevi'ah that is capped and set by our personal Neshamas, combined with the efforts and energy and work that we're going to put in. So there are two ceilings, two limitations that limit every Navi. One is absolute. One is, 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 is uh, flexible. One is subjective. One is objective, one I can't do anything about, and one I can do something about. And that's the one that we better do something about. That is our own personal work, our own personal efforts and labor. There's the other one we can't do anything about. You can't die with Hashem, I should, please Hashem, give me Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama. No, Moshe Rabbeinu got Moshe's neshama, it's too late. Please read by the Shulaylam, give me Yechezkel Navi's neshama. I'm sorry that neshama was given out already. But I, I, can, I can happily get my neshama, and that's the neshama that we've been given. That is absolute, Rabbi said. There's nothing to do about that. And there's an interesting parallel. This is actually the same way in, in really anything that we want to succeed at. Nevuah is just another aspect of Torah. Torah itself is also so, someone's prowess in Torah. The, 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 the level that someone will reach in his own learning, comprehension, and, and mastery of information is also limited by the same two um, properties the absolute and the flexible, the objective and the subjective, what I can do something about and what I can't do anything about. Everybody has a different neshama, and your neshama ultimately is delineating not just your abilities in, in nevuah, but your abilities in learning, how far you can make it in learning, how far you're going to get in learning. Um, and in order to, to and, and that potential is capped. That potential is capped by my neshama. How, how much am I going to comprehend learning? How adept will I be in my learning? How how, how uh, accessible will my learning be to be? How much will I be able to apply my learning? That's capped by our neshama. But reaching that potential, that has to do with me. How much am I going to apply myself? How much am I going to work? And the bottom line is, no one really should say, Hashem gave me a shlecht neshama. a shlecht neshama. I can't remember anything. I can't understand anything. I can't learn. No, that's a cap and it's always a cap ad because, you know, we'd be lucky if we get close to our potential, you know, if, if that much. You know, we, we work, we got to work, we got to work very, very, very hard. There's always room for us to make breakthroughs, there's always room for us to get to that potential. And, you know, halavai, we would tackle, get to the point where you say, Hashem, I maxed out, I can't get any further. That, that's, that's, uh, 
that's a big accomplishment. And with, uh, you know, a big accomplishment and a relatively unheard of accomplishment, there's always more for us to achieve because the main bulk of our avoida is Taco trying to get to our potential. And the Navi as well, yes, every Navi is capped, is limited by his own latent inherent potential. And every Navi is capable inherently of different levels of Navua. And not every Navi is going to get to the same place. But he's only going to get to that place of his potential when he works very hard at it. That's what it means to be a Navua, a Navi, to achieve Navua, and that's what it means to be a Tamachach, a Tamudist, and uh, to achieve great greatness in learning. Okay, so that's where we will start for today. There, episode of I want you to have a wonderful Shabbos, and Mitzvah Hashem, we will Shabbos. continue next week on Monday.